Welcome to the Habesha Finance Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping you achieve financial independence and overcome your money problems. I'm Matt, bringing you the education and tools to help you get your life back, build wealth, and make a difference. Hey everyone, I'm Matt. I hope you all had a safe 4th of July last week as we get back to the regular work week now. Well, in today's episode, we'll be going over the 401k savings plan and how you can maximize yours for your benefit. Today, we'll only be discussing the traditional 401k plan. And over the next few episodes, we'll be going over other types of retirement savings plans. So I'm excited to kind of get some education and knowledge out there on what you can do to plan for retirement. So let's get started. What is a 401k plan and why does it exist? Well, a 401k plan is a retirement savings account that is sponsored by an employer that allows its employees to defer or send a portion of their salary into this account. And in this account, you can choose to invest your money in different kinds of mutual funds and sometimes other options like single stocks and even REITs, real estate investment trusts. You'll usually find mutual funds offered in 401k plans. Each year, you can defer up to $18,500 of your income to the 401k bucket. That reduces your tax liability, which basically saves you money on your taxes. This is why I like 401ks, because I'm able to delay paying taxes on this money today to a later time when I'm in retirement and hopefully living in a lower tax bracket. The plan is to build wealth in these kinds of tax advantage accounts and even taxable accounts, become debt free, including the house, and have a low cost of living. That way we're not taking high amount of distributions from our retirement funds, keeping our taxable income in retirement low. Why do we even have 401k plans to begin with? The reason we have 401k plans essentially was to supplement pensions and social security. Unfortunately, over time, pensions disappeared and 401k plans have become the main way for employees to build a retirement fund with a company. Still, I was surprised to find that there are some companies that give pensions. For a list of those companies, I've included a link in the show notes. A 401k plan can be an awesome tool in your financial planning toolbox if you use it the right way. There's always been this idea that if you save up to the match and work for the next 30 or 40 years, you'll be able to retire with a nice big amount of money. And while that may be somewhat true, I'm Brother FI, which means I want to optimize my path to financial independence and retirement and bring it down from 30 to 40 years of work to 10 to 20 years of work, giving me the opportunity to retire when I want to. And this is my personal choice. And if you're like me, then we're headed in the same direction. But let me say, there's nothing wrong with working for the same company for 30 to 40 years. Some of us are interested in that, and that's perfectly fine. So who qualifies for a 401k? Typically, the employee has reached the age of 21. He or she has at least 1,000 hours of service, which usually translates to one year. However, 
an employer may consider reducing eligibility requirements such as a minimum age younger than 21 or a service requirement less than one year in a thousand hours of service. So you definitely want to check with your employer on any restrictions that may keep you from investing in a 401k plan from day one. As of right now, there's a huge crisis going on with so many people retiring without enough money to survive on. With inflation and cost of living always rising, it's important to save as much as you can as early as possible. Some companies may not offer 401ks, but you can actually change that. There are programs out there with no cost to companies that come and help you establish a 401k plan at your company. So there's no excuse if your company doesn't offer a 401k plan. You can actually take action and figure out a way to get a 401k plan into your company without any cost to your employer. So how much do you want to invest in a 401k plan? This is a question that I get from time to time. And I would say it really all depends on your current financial situation. Obviously, I want you to be able to save around 30 to 50% of your income for retirement and financial independence. When it comes to a 401k, you really should consider contributing up to the match. I'm at a company that offers 100% up to 6% of what I contribute from my income. And so I defer at least 6% of my paycheck so that I get that match from my employer. This has served me very, very well. Since starting in 2009, I've been fortunate to see about a 43% total return in my 401k. We've all seen in the last eight or so years that the market has been on a bull run. I don't expect this to continue, but that doesn't stop me from continuing to save and invest. It's about the long term, and that's what I want you to remember. Many of you will want to defer more than the 6%, and that's great. Right now, the government allows for $18,500 to be deferred in a 401k each year. So if you have a match at work and you want to save up to the $18,500, Figure out how much monthly you have to save to get the match and hit that 18500 max. Saving eighteen five can be hard. That's actually $1,541 a month. That's a lot. But if you can do $300, or or $1,000 a month and build up to it each month with raises you should be getting each year, then you can get pretty close. Understand this is possible when you learn how to budget and live on less than you make. You can earn a 40000 to 50000 salary, and without debt, you can definitely put away $1,000 a month. This is about how much you want to be in financial control and secure a good retirement future. Another aspect of the 401k plan are loans. If you need money from your 401k plan before retirement, there are two ways to get it out taking a loan, or taking a hardship withdrawal. I highly recommend getting with the 401k provider and talking to them about what the requirements and responsibilities that you'll have if you do either of these. Part of having a 401k is the ability to borrow against it. But I'm not a fan. 
I'm not a fan of taking money out of your 401k plan for anything outside of true emergencies, like avoiding bankruptcy or a medical emergency, and the only money you have is from a 401k to pay for it. The law for taking a loan against your 401k used to be that if you have an outstanding loan balance and you leave your job or terminated, you have to pay that loan balance within 60 days or you get hit with penalties and taxes and IRS comes after you. Not fun. Now, when you leave a job, you have until October of the following year, basically the due date of your tax return on extension, to put the money back into your 401k or an IRA or a 401k at a new employer. The other way that I presented that you can take money from your 401k before retirement are hardship withdrawals. Hardship withdrawals are subject to income tax, and if you're not at least 59 and a half years of age, you will get hit with the 10% withdrawal penalty. You do not have to pay the withdrawal amount back. So you want to check what qualifies for a hardship before you do this and really, really confirm. You don't want to get into a situation where you think you're taking a hardship withdrawal, but it actually doesn't qualify. When you're investing in your 401k, check your investment selections. There are many choices in a 401k, and some of them come with high fees. Check the fees and opt for index funds. There's no reason why you should be paying more than 5, 6, or 7 basis points for funds in a 401k plan. In episode 5, I explained expense ratios and the reasons you need to keep fees low. If you need investment advice, talk to a financial professional. But as far as education, you can just Google index funds or even just search through the Brother FI website for index funds and the benefits of having index funds and keeping costs low in retirement accounts. So there's many of you who start a 401k plan with one company, but you end up leaving that company and go to another company or create your own business and you have that 401k plan at the old company. What do you do? You really have three options. Your first option, you can leave the money there. Obviously, managing this will be difficult because you will have to deal with the old company many times. Your second option, you can move the money directly into your new employer's retirement plan, and this is a fairly easy process. The third option, which is my favorite, is you can move the money into a rollover IRA. You have more control, you can choose your own investments, all you have to do is do a direct rollover to the brokerage company that you'll be managing the rollover IRA with. There are no tax consequences for this or tax penalties involved because you're basically transferring the money into a different retirement account. So make sure when you leave your job to send that money straight to the brokerage company, whether it's Vanguard, Charles Schwab, Fidelity, or whoever it is, make sure that they send the money, write the check, directly to the new brokerage company. The final point that I want to make on a 401k plan is assigning a beneficiary. This almost gets overlooked by so many people. You want to make sure that in the unfortunate event of your death or your spouse's death, that all the money that's been saved and invested goes straight to a beneficiary of your choice. 
Federal law says your spouse is automatically the beneficiary of your 401k plan. But in the unfortunate event that you and your spouse both die, you want to have a second beneficiary designated. You don't want the government to decide what to do with this money. So make sure that you assign a primary beneficiary, a secondary beneficiary, and if there's an option for a third beneficiary, go ahead and do that. So 401k plans, I like them a lot. I think they're awesome. I think if you use them in a way that helps you build wealth for retirement, then you can do so much. But you have to be careful. Try not to take loans. Try not to make any early withdrawals. And just be smart with what you're investing in your 401k plan. So many times people settle for these high cost funds and you're literally paying a lot of money over time just for something that you could have got for cheaper with index funds. And I want you to just understand the cost, the long-term cost of having these high-cost mutual funds. I'm sure that there are low-cost actively managed funds in your 401k. If you have those, then go ahead and invest those to your heart's desire. But as for me, I'm totally in index funds in my 401k plan and it served me well for the last eight years and I don't plan to change this too much. Obviously, I may tweak a little bit of how I'm invested. The older I get, the more I'll introduce bonds. But as of right now, with the long-term plan in place, I'm investing 100% stocks. I'm in the U.S. Total Market Index Fund, and I'm in an international fund. And these are part of my long-term portfolio, my long-term plan, my long-term goals. So I hope this episode has been helpful for you and that you will take the time to review your 401k plan, check your investments. If you have any loans in your 401k, it's a good idea to just go ahead and try to pay those off as quickly as possible. And if you have any questions or need some direction, please feel free to reach out. I hope you all have a great week.